Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Nun Talks. Today, I'm super excited, as always, but today I'm excited because it's very local and we interview uh, three of our school administrators in Westman School Division. We have on our show today, uh, first year, well, actually second year principal um, of McGrath Elementary, Julie Gilson. We also have second year principal of um, Raymond Junior High, Mr. Jared Hagee. And we have the principal of Cartston High School, Mr. Ken McMurray. Very excited to meet with these three school administrators, uh, talk about their career, uh, talk about what's most important to them in their school and their school culture, talk about student learning, the challenges that have they've faced with COVID, and also some of the um, other most difficult and most rewarding things um, that uh, come as a school principal. I think that you'll find that all of them have a passion for students and for people and deep uh, believe deeply in the principle um, that uh, Mr. Todd Whitaker talks about, especially when it comes what uh, great principals do differently. And that is that uh, effective principals focus on people and not programs. These three individual principals are passionate about kids um, and very representative of all of our administrators in Westman School Division. So hope you enjoy this uh, short conversation with three great administrators in Westman School Division. All right, well, we are super excited. I'm super excited today. Uh, to have three of our Westwind principals with us. And um, one of the things that I'm really excited about is that we have two uh, second year principals. Um, but uh, because we've been in the world of COVID and, and kind of um, Groundhog's Day, it may feel more like first year for them because um, everything's new every day. Um, so we have uh, the principal of Raymond Junior High School, Mr. Jared Hagee with us. We have the principal of McGrath Elementary School, uh, Ms. Julie Gilson, and principal of Carson High School, Ken McMurray. And Ken's the veteran uh, at three years um, as the principal of Carson High School. Jared, two years in Raymond, and Julie Gilson, two years in um, Raymond Elementary. So we're gonna start with a couple of questions. Uh, and the first one we'll start with all three. I'll ask all three of you to answer, but we'll start with uh, Julie and then uh, Jared and then Ken. So just uh, take a minute and just tell us a little bit about your personal educational journey and how you ended up or why you ended up in the position as a principal. So go ahead, uh, Miss Gilson. All right. I'll try and keep this short and sweet. Um I kind of always wanted to be a teacher. I knew in the back of my head I did, and I had a great opportunity in grade 12 at Cardston High School to go shadow Sheila Hall at Cardston Elementary School, and so that kind of stuck with me. Um, I kind of went the long way around and up and down and around a few corners and to get my ed degree, but did that at University of Alberta, ended up teaching in Edmonton for two years, moved to McGrath taught here for a number of years and then moved into a learning support role 
then to a vice principal, and now second year as principal. So that's kind of my journey. And why did I want to be a principal? I have asked myself this question many, many times in the last year. (laughs) Trust me, I've questioned my life's decisions significantly. But no, I love, I love, love, love the kids. And I love getting to spend time in every classroom. I loved having my own classroom. And that brought its own joys and, and relationships and connections with kids. But I went from having 30 kids that I called mine to having 500. So I think that's probably uh, the best thing. I think I answered a few questions there, Austin. (laughs) But I think for me, that's the best thing. And and to build the relationships with staff has been a really rewarding part of the job. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, Jared's in his first, well, second year, I guess, at Raymond Junior High School. And um, it's kind of been my privilege to be, quote, mentor for the Raymond community uh, principals. And so, Jared, same question to you, a little bit about you and your background in education and and uh, the journey to becoming a, a principal? Um, a bit like Julie, I, I, it took me a bit of a longer road to finally commit to becoming a, a teacher and going full-time into education. I'm, I'm really a hands-on kind of person. I like to work with my hands and, and be outside and active and all of those things. But I've always had in the back of my mind that I would work in education. It just took me a little while to kind of commit to that, I guess. Or it felt like it took me a while. I grew up in a home where my dad was a teacher and also a principal. And I saw the relationships that he had, particularly with his students. I'd go places with him and people would come to him and say, hey, Mr. Hagee, how are you? And kind of reminisce and talk about times that they had had with him. And I, I really enjoy getting to know people. And I think that was probably my biggest push to, to move into education and then also just to move into pursuing a job as a principal as well within, within teaching. Um, and like Julie, I would say it's those relationships that I've learned to cherish the most and has kind of kept me enjoying this career as it's evolved. And I really think that teaching and, and working in administration is one of those things that seems to evolve over time. I'm really surprised how fast things change. So it's kind of my experience to date. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, and, and Ken, again, the same question to you, just about your journey to becoming a, a school principal. Um, it was my uh, privilege to um, work with Ken uh, at two different schools. Uh, one at Carson Junior High, and Ken was my vice principal there for four, two years, or four years. That's right. Holy smoly. And then uh, at two years at Carson High School as my vice principal. So I had a great experience working with Ken, but um, share, your, share your same thoughts with us, Ken, if you would. You bet. Well, I don't think, uh, I don't think anybody, well, maybe maybe there are people out there that esteem right off the bat that they want to become a principal. I wasn't one of those people. I, after high school, all I cared about was bouncing around ball and seeing how far I could take an athletic career. And I remember, I remember uh, 
rooming with some buddies at the at the U of L. This was my second year of basketball, and and um, they were talking about how they were going to apply to the faculty of education. And I was just kind of going along, taking courses here and there. And then all of a sudden, I when they said that, I, I thought to myself, and it took me right back to when I was in grade 11. And I was in a PE class. And I, I, I remember thinking this when I was in PE class with my, my PE teacher. His name is Clark Sloan. I remember thinking back then, that would be a great job. And so... So when those guys were applying for the faculty, all of a sudden that just kind of took me back and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do too. And so I pursued that and got my degree and landed a great job at Carson High School, taught for 10 years. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of like the ADHD of my career. I kind of get, I guess, bored or need a different challenge or whatever. And so I went back and worked on a master's degree, came back to the high school and taught for taught PE for three more years. And then uh, the counselor job came up and I did that for five and the vice principal job at the junior high came up and I, you know, grabbed that or went for that and that I was successful there. And then of course, as Austin mentioned, I I was the VP with with him for four years there and or four to five years, I can't even remember, and then four years with Dallin here at the high school and two more with Austin when he came over to the high school and and now I'm a principal. So um, I guess it's just one of those things where I looking for a new challenge and and uh, something different in my career. And you know, they say that people change their jobs seven times in their career um i've probably changed five so i don't know if there's two more out there but that was my journey awesome i appreciate those uh, those thoughts and that journey and and how each of us uh find our way in in different ways to what we uh, want to contribute one of the things i know about high school principals and especially about the the three that we're interviewing today um, on this podcast is that um, they're change agents and they want to see um, things be better than they were um, and and always look for the best. And, and that's kind of what I really admire about high school principals and the work that they do. Um, Ken, well, as, as kind of the veteran in the group, um, what's one of the hardest things about being a high school principal, one of the hardest things you've personally had to to work with or work through in your role as a principal. Well, I think I think probably the most difficult thing for a principal is um, you try your very best to help students um, succeed, and and they don't want to help themselves, and so that's that becomes frustrating. And I guess the other difficult thing is you know, trying to help students the best you can. And then you, you realize their home life is just, just getting in the way of them, you know, succeeding. And, and that, that's heartbreaking. That's, that's really difficult. Um, but you, you still try anyway, but those things are hard. And, and I think the other thing that has been really difficult for me as a principal 
or that I found really challenging and hard to, to deal with and lost sleep about is whenever, like I'm a loyal person, I'm pretty loyal to the people around me. And so whenever we've had to make cuts, like in education and, you know, tell a couple of EAs that they're going to have to lose their job, that is just, that is just heart wrenching. And that's, that's been the really hardest thing for me is because I, I just, I, it breaks my heart and I, and I lose sleep over those kind of things. So. No, I, I would have to agree with you. Anytime we, we're in that situation where we're impacting or, or somebody's life or livelihood, that is one of the most challenging things for sure. Um, we're going to go to Mrs. Gilson for a minute. And Julie, I have the same question, but I'd actually narrow it down. Um, in the last year or so of your career, what's been the hardest thing? Um, not just hard things, but the hardest thing for you. Oh, are we talking about COVID here and what's been hard with COVID or just? Oh, you can like, pick whatever. You can <laughs> how pick specific? Whatever. <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, it was last year, first year as a principal and Jared can probably echo the same, you know, you start off and you think this is just a great year. We're just ticking along. And like, similar to what like Ken said, we hit November and there was cuts to education and we had to lose some EA positions. And, and I, I don't know if I've ever had to do something that hard ever in my career. I really hope and pray I never have to do it again, but I'm, I don't think I'll be granted that luxury. But um, I, so that was a really, that was really, really hard. And then I thought, okay, that's done. We can move on. And then um, COVID hit, which was kind of a shock to everybody's system. Um, but by far the hardest thing about that, that I've had to deal with yet as a principal was losing a student and, and how that, um, how that rocked our world and a student that <clears throat> any student is tough. Um, for me personally, this was a student that as a learning support teacher, I had worked very, very closely with for a number of years. So that was a really, that was a big hit that um, I didn't expect to have to deal with in a first year principal position. So um, learned a lot from that, um, learned a lot about how much grit and how much, which some, I don't like that word a lot, but I don't know how else to describe how we, as a school during COVID, when we couldn't gather, we couldn't be together, um, how we dug deep and got through that and, and how that has impacted us. I mean, we're over a year later and, um, our little buddy is still a part of our daily life as we're reminded of the things that he taught us. And, and also as we've pulled together as a staff and realized that we can do hard things and um, together we're stronger than apart, even though that's been really hard this year is that we can still um, we've learned how to do hard things, even though we can't be together to do them. So. Thank you. I know that uh, just caused those of you who don't know, we're doing this over Zoom and that answer just caused Mrs. Gilson to reach for a Kleenex. And I, I appreciate that because I think 
one of the things that I don't know if the general public knows about school administration, and especially as a principal, is that every kid and every adult in your building in some way become a part of your family. And when they they hurt, you hurt, and 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 when they're happy, you're happy, and and that's a that's a, a truly a weighing thing on a school administrator and a, a principal. And I don't know that everybody um, realizes uh, what that's what that's like. And and I think there's kids that are like, well, my principal doesn't like me. I'm always in trouble. But the reality is that we're given everything we got, and uh, and that's it. Uh, an interesting aspect of, of being a high school principal. So I'm going to let Jared off the hook a little bit. I'm going to ask him the, he kind of started to talk about it, but a little more about the very best thing about being a high school principal or a junior high principal, Jared. And you started talking about those relationships in your intro, but just tell us the, one of the best things that's maybe happened in the last year or two years as being a principal for you. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Austin alluded to it a little bit in uh, his response to Julie. And it's the fact that sometimes we get to see kids at their very, very best. And sometimes we get them in our offices when they're having some of their biggest struggles. Um, Getting to see kids work through struggles and having an opportunity to support them during those struggles is one of the best things. But it's also one of the hardest things to be able to sit back and be that support while you watch a student make choices and decisions that you're maybe not the hugest fan of at the time, but you get that chance to be with them on that journey. And those can be academic struggles. Those can be social emotional struggles, struggles in their relationships with their peers, with their teachers, but getting to see them on the successful side of that situation is probably one of my most favorite experiences that I've been able to have the last couple of years, watching some of that growth take place with, with students. All right. So let's talk what it's been like to be a principal during COVID. And so um, we'll, we'll start with uh, Mr. Hagee this time. <laughs> and and I know it's hard. I mean, COVID's hard uh, for sure, and the learning and all of that. So, just take us through. Maybe um, let's let's talk about lessons learned um, for your school and you, and and maybe for your students or staff. But lessons learned from from COVID, uh, Jared. Oh, sheesh. There's been a few. Um, probably one of the big ones is just being willing and ready to be adaptable, to be able to pivot and be ready to go, not a different direction, but go about things in a different way with kids. Um, Trying to have some fun has been tough. Having, Having fun with kids when they're not in your building is really, really hard because you're not sure what their state is. You're not sure if they're you know, engaged, if they're having a good day, if they're having a bad day, um, just getting a read on what's actually happening with people has been tough when they're not sitting there in the same room with you and you're able to look them in the eye. Those unique things that junior high brings, those uh, um, 
I was the junior high principal for six years and a VP for six years in a junior high and, and those, uh, dyeing your hair or camping on the roof. I know I've seen others do that or shaving your head. It's not quite the same over zoom as that, <laughs> that assembly that, you know, you did the fundraiser and now these exciting fun things are going to happen in those personal relationships. So I know junior high, I mean the others as well, but junior high is one of those, those critical years where it's all about a relationship and, and academics. So I, I'm sure in your situation um, at Raymond Junior High, it's been a, a different year for sure. Ken, what does that look like from a high school perspective and COVID and that flexibility that Jared was talking about? But what are some of those lessons, lessons learned as, uh, as a high school principal? Um, I, think, I think for me, the, the biggest lesson that I've learned is that um, students and teachers are incredibly resilient. They can pivot pivot they can like it's amazing you know when we first went into this last March and the learning curve was just like steep it's all get out and then when we went back into you know online delivery in December our teachers were just like okay yeah we got this we'll we'll we're, we'll do better than we did the the last time we made some tweaks we made some adjustments and uh and for the most part, our attendance was excellent during during that time, especially for the academic courses. And then this last time around, I, you know, our teachers are, you know, they're, you know, ready to just continue and do their very best. And so, I mean, kids are kids are very resilient. I mean, they'll they'll do whatever they can to to be happy, to be with their friends, and to to you know, do whatever they need to do. Um, it's, it's been a real challenge. I know I have, I have like grade nine and grade 10 kids that they haven't even, they don't even know what the high school experience is like. They did, they've never been to a dance yet, like a field trip, an assembly, band concert. They've never witnessed a pack gym versus Raymond versus Cardston or Raymond versus McGrath you know, like in seeing school spirit and being part of that. So that's been a challenge, but in the same breath, the kids are very resilient and, and so are the teachers. And I've just been really, really impressed with that. Awesome. Thanks. I, I've thought a lot about that last part of your answer there, Ken. So um, my, my daughter is going to go into grade 11. And so as a parent, even having watched her, not experience a lot of things that I loved about high school and being a high school principal. And, and, uh, you know, I, I remember chaperoning a dance or two and going, Oh, why am I doing this? And now I know I talked to you the other day and you're like, I do anything to chaperone a dance. Uh, so kids could have those experiences. So I, I really appreciate uh, those thoughts on that. Um, Julie, um, let's shift gears just a little bit. What are you looking forward to in education? What, what really excites you right now as a school leader? And maybe as we go forward and hopefully move beyond COVID and some of the normalcy that we hope returns, what are some things that you're ex really excited about at the elementary level? Well, I'm actually glad you asked me this because I am excited about a few things. Um, 
And just as a side note, I am so grateful I don't have to chaperone dances ever. I don't ever plan on being in a position in a school where I have to do that. So kudos to you that I've done that in the past. Um, But something I'm looking forward to in education is taking some of these lessons we've learned about how to teach. Um, I know COVID has been really tough. But we have been able, we've learned things about our own capacity and our abilities that we can take forward and go forward in in education. Um, One of the biggest things that I have loved the most is professional development and the opportunities that have been presented because of the forced use of technology. I didn't even know what Zoom was, you know, 14 months ago. Had no idea. I'd never heard of it. And now it has become quite literally a part of my daily life. And I have been able to partake in and learn from brilliant educators around the world um, from the comfort of, I've done, I've done Zooms on my back porch sitting in the sun before. Like it, it's, it, has op- it has opened doors to our teachers to access um, learning and given them opportunities for growth that we would not otherwise be able to have and to afford. So that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is hoping that some of that continues, the accessibility to um, teacher development. The other thing that I'm really looking forward to in education is, um, which it's funny, but almost a return to the basics, I feel. And maybe it's not so much in junior high and high school, but I know in elementary um, we like things to be cute. We like things to be fun and exciting. And and what I have found is that my staff have done an incredible job and my hat goes off to them every day um, because of the incredible things they're doing in their classroom. But they have really um, evalu- reevaluated their programs and what they do to make sure that they're giving the kids what they actually need and, and are focusing on those basic literacy skills, basic numeracy skills in order to prepare them. Because at any given moment, we didn't know when we'd get a phone call saying, oh, hey, your grade fives are home now for the next two weeks. And so we, at the beginning of the year, just decided we have to be focused. We have to be purposeful in the time that we have with kids and make it as valuable as we can. And I can say we've seen progress in our students this year, despite some of the interruptions that we've had along the way. So there's just a couple things that stick out to me. Thank you. Um, and that's, that's exciting to hear. And, and I hope also that we don't lose track of some of the things that we've learned from, uh, from COVID. So Jared, what are some things uh, that excite you about education and maybe returning to some normalcy and and things at the junior high level? Um, Well, as you alluded to in junior high, we get to deal with kids when they're at the most, to me, the most interesting stage of their entire lives. They're in these big bodies, but their brains we know aren't developing at the same rate that their bodies are. And so we sometimes get tricked into thinking that we're dealing with adults, um, even though we're not at the junior high level. and I think that one of the things that this COVID experience has done is it's really made us pay attention to the overall health and well-being of kids. And I think that as we move forward coming out of this experience, we're going to be more willing to acknowledge 
things like mental health, um, the social and emotional learning of kids, and just giving kids an opportunity to build that skill set as well, along with their academics. Um, one of my favorite educators who retired from the Raymond Junior High School said, just remember, in junior high, you don't teach subjects, you teach kids. And I think that's really true. Um, and our eyes have been open to it during this particular struggle that we've had the last 14 months or whatever it's been. So I look forward to incorporating some of those lessons learned as we move forward with kids. Awesome. Well, we're going to uh, finish up with just a, with two quick questions here, and I'll, I'll start with Ken. Um, number one, Ken, what, what would you, this is a hard one, but what would you like uh, for people to remember you as in, in your legacy of education and as a principal? And um, the, the, the last question that you can combine the two is, um, what's a message you want to leave your school community or your students or staff um, really about, about you and about your school and about the future? I think, um, I think what I, I, I guess I would like my legacy to be is that um, I care about the value of personal connection. And I'm, I'm not so sure I knew that before I become a principal but every single person in the building needs that personal connection. Everyone in the building, the students, the EAs, the teachers, the janitor need to feel valued. And um, I think the principal must spend a considerable amount of time um, doing this if he wants to be successful. So I hope, I hope my legacy is, is that I'm, I've, develop that personal connection with, with everybody in my building. And I guess the thing I'd want the public to know about schools, about Carson High School, is that it's a safe, welcoming place. It's a fun place to be. It's a place where we laugh a lot. We don't take ourselves too serious. And I think that mindset allows all of us to, um, take risks, make mistakes, and learn together. Awesome. Thank you very much for that and that that personal connectedness. And I'll, I'll attest to that. Uh, Ken and I worked together for a long time. Um, I think in the world of administration, it was a long time. And, and uh, uh, always when I visit with Ken now in different role, he always asks me how my kids are and how my family's doing. And so... Uh, work hard to maintain that connectedness and, and personal uh, friendship that we established together. So we'll go in reverse order here, Jared, kind of the same two questions. What uh, you're young in your career, um, but at the same time, uh, what do you hope uh, when it's all said and done, people know Mr. Jared Hagee for, and what do you want people to know about your Raymond schools and school community? I would like people to, leave, not leave, I don't want them to go away, but when they leave, I would like them to feel like, whether it's a student or a staff member, um, to be feeling like they were dealt with fairly, that they don't think that because of maybe who they are or things that they've done in the past, that there was a 
kind of a prejudgment, I guess, put upon them, like that they were dealt with in a way that was personal to them and dealt fairly. Dealt with fairly. Um, I would echo what Ken said. I would like people to, to know that the Raymond Junior High is, is a great place for kids to be, that it's full of adults that want what's best for kids. Um, it's full of adults that put kids and their needs first. And I always just hope that the public understands that schools are busy. Schools are a really busy place, but it's all focused in, in one direction, and that's to, to help kids reach potential and, and prepare for what comes next for them. Awesome. Um, those are great, great things to, to think about and to, to leave a, a Mr. Hagee legacy and, and also just Raymond and Raymond Junior High. And, and that schools are, they are very busy places and depending on your size, but full of 600 or 300 different personalities and, and maturity levels and all of that. So they are an interesting uh, challenge in a community and a really a, uh, a civilization almost within themselves, a culture within themselves. Um, and, and, uh, and then that reflective of the broader community. So Ms. Gilson, we started with you. We'll end with you on this question. All right. Well, I'm not sure what else I can add because I could just say it's the same for me. Um, no, I think what my legacy, I want it to be that I decorate a mean cake. I don't know. No, I, <laughs> um, I, I want my legacy. I think even when I interviewed for this position, I think Darren asked me the same question and I said, I never want a kid to leave this building thinking that Mrs. Gilson didn't know who I was didn't know something about me and, and didn't do everything that, you know, she could to help me be successful, feel successful, feel cared for. And so I think that goes for the students and the staff as well. And I would include the parents in that. I'm, I mean, I think all three of us are lucky enough to work in the communities we live in and it, it's a different kind of relationship that you have with your students and, and parents when you see kids out about. Um, one of my favorite things is I'll be out walking the trails and I hear, there's Mrs. Gilson, there's Mrs. Gilson. And I love that. And I think I never want to lose that. I never want to lose that um, relationship with kids that they're just as excited to see me as I am excited to see them. And I hope that I continue to get lots of wedding invitations and graduation notices and you know when kids come home later in years to visit McGrath I hope that I get a chance to visit with them at McGrath days and to catch up and see what they've accomplished in their life because that's that's our goal is to get these kids ready to be out and about and carry on and uh, be pr those productive responsible citizens and so yeah what I know, what I want people to know about my school, um, we're just a little family here. We're a family of 500 and we take care for each other. And that's our, that's been a big thing for us is, is caring kindness, which I know it is in every school. And, and, uh, you know, the message when I have those little darlings come in that need a, a stern talking to, um, the message they always leave with is, is what's our goal at McGrath? Our goal is 
we are kind. That is, that is who we are. And so that's what I want people to know about our school is we're kind. We do it. We live it. We talk it. We breathe it. There you go. It's true. I was in uh, Miss Gilson's office one day and a little guy came in. He was a little excited about what was going on in life right now, right then. And um, she said, how about you play a game of horse or whatever with Mr. Nunn on the little basketball hoop. So we played a little bit of horse and, and then he was able to talk to Mrs. Gilson about his situation and was handled with love and, and respect. So I appreciate the three of you coming and joining us today uh, in this little podcast and, and really your representative of 14 uh, amazing principles that um, are alive and well and have handled COVID and all of the things that have gone on um, in a normal school plus COVID. And um, I, I, I think all of us have heard the greatest impact in a student learning is the classroom teacher. But I've extended that for a long time in my own life and, and believe it is the greatest impact in the school is the school leader and the school principal. And so you, uh, you have a critical role and a vital role and, and you represent what Westwind is all about very well. And, and I appreciate your time and, and all of the great things that are going on uh, in your schools, uh, representative of the entire Westwind uh, uh, family. So um, thank you for being on today and, and uh, have a great uh, week and a wet, cold, long weekend. So thanks for all you do. Appreciate you coming on.